Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm John McNeil, and today I wanted to do a little bit of a deeper dive on functional training. So I discussed it a little bit in the episode I did in resistance training as you age. And again, I I, I will say this or I'll try to say this before I do anything about specific form of exercise. Again, I don't like to tell you what to do or how to exercise. That's highly personal. There are things that are the best scientifically and for my opinion. But at the end of the day, if it's not something you're going to do, it doesn't matter what all the science says. It's, it's about finding some activity, being physical, getting some cardio in, doing whatever you want to do. But finding a way to have some physical activity in your life is the main main message out here for, that I'm trying to trying to convey and just doing being healthy and having the right mindset. And, you know, I think exposing you guys to different types of training methods may be beneficial to that. I mean, I did the episode on... Um, I'm greasing the groove for this similar reason. So on the, this this specific episode, I want to talk about functional training and how to incorporate that into your life and how that can be, you know, a better method for some people uh, getting into fitness. I know it was for me. That was one of the things that got me back into fitness. Um, and I had done a lot of more bodybuilding work and, you know, I'd gotten muscular and it was great, but... I didn't feel like I could move very well. I felt like I was very strong in certain planes, but as soon as I wasn't in those ranges of motion, I, you know, I, it's not like I was a better runner or anything like that. I could, you know, leg press quite a bit, but it's not like I was any faster. I was probably slower. I was less mobile. So that's where I got into functional training. And the way I would describe functional training is it's a type of training that more realistically mimics patterns of movement that you would have in real life. So, uh, you know, could be like a kettlebell swing, for example, is a, is a prime example of a functional movement. And with that, you're, you're essentially using the power of your hips to drive a kettlebell forward. A kettlebell is essentially a, a, can, a cannonball with handles on it. And you use that to drive it forward. And it, it's essentially just a good hip thrust exercise. But it mimics a lot of explosive starting movements like a jump or even the start of a sprint. So things like that, that's what I'm talking about with functional training. It It's specific forms of training, but it helps you move better in real life or just get stronger in different ranges of motion. So that's why I talk about it being an easy way to get into fitness is it, you know, let, let's just say the example of, you know, it's a normal household task. Let's say you have a dog, you have a or a few dogs. You have a few big ass dogs, and you buy hundred pound bags of dog food. So, being able to pick that up is a very functional ability that you may not have if, let's just say, you just deadlift all day in the gym or you do back training. 
in a specific plane of motion where your back's only supported. Now, all of a sudden, when the weight may shift around because the dog food moves, you're not strong enough to do that. That's where the functional training comes in. Functional training would be getting something like that where it's less stable uh, and being able to control that and have the stability to do that. That would be a direct benefit to your normal life where if you're having to move that 100-pound bag frequently, every time your dogs eat all that food, you have to get a new 100-pound bag and you're scared of hurting yourself every time you do that. Functional training would be great for you in that situation. So functional training is great for optimizing movement and mobility. Um, you know, finding ways to improve the way you move, especially as you age. That that's one of the key things. I mean, I always go back to the example of of me as. Oh, I mean, sometimes I'll say a father, but I want to do. You know, let's go grandfather. Uh, you know, whatever, 50, 60 years from now. Well, maybe not that far. Who knows what life has in store for me. But uh, at that point in my life, I'm not going to be competing about how much I can bench. I'm not going to be bragging how much weight I can pull off the ground. What I'll be bragging about is, oh, my grandkid and how I was able to play catch with him. That's what I see it as. Functional training is being able to maintain that functional ability, being able to to carry things that are offset, being able to, to move in different planes of motion, not just squatting on two feet, squatting on one foot, learning how to lunge in multiple directions. And it, it's a good way to, like I said, load movements that it's a more natural way to do that. How many times are you actually going to pick up a perfectly weighted, perfectly evenly balanced weight in the real world? It's probably not going to happen. So learning how to be stable under different circumstances will benefit you in the real world. So I already talked about the kettlebell, but there are a few other ways, uh, you know, a few other types of, excuse me, functional movements that are good to look into. So the kettlebell is my personal favorite uh, just because it's so versatile. I mean, you can use it for presses. You can do snatches with it. You can do squats. uh, You can do floor presses. I mean, all sorts of movements with that. When COVID first started, that was one of the keys to me, at least maintaining an exercise regimen. I'm not going to act like, I got super shredded, but I was able to maintain functional movement, even though I was trapped in a one-bedroom apartment for <laughs> for quite a while. So that's a great tool uh, that I definitely recommend. But body weight's also another fantastic tool. Learning how to control your body in different ranges of motion. I mean, that's that's one of the first first starting points. I'd say you can obviously load them if you want, but just being able to move your body, like I, I talk about running quite a bit on here, and it's a it's totally a natural human movement. But not a lot of people are good at it. So learning how to run properly, especially sprints. I mean, if you can maintain good sprinting ability as you age, I mean, that's great on bone density. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of, or if you can just imagine an Olympic sprinter versus an Olympic long distance runner. Uh, you can definitely tell that sprinting sprinting maintains a bit more muscle mass than the cross country runner. So being able to sprint builds muscle in your legs because it's a fast twitch movement. So that's a natural movement, being able to do that. If you're able to, if you're able to sprint well, then you're able to do more things well throughout the day and throughout your life. Uh, just being able to sprint, that means you have quite a few things going right for you, in my opinion, to be able to do that. Another one is that's great that you're able to build on is animal flows. So there are lots of videos you can find about these online, but effectively what they are is just moving on all fours in different ways or moving like different animals. And it looks stupid. It looks like, you know, a bunch of grown adults crawling on the ground, but it's exhausting just doing even a bear crawl, just crawling on 
all four on your hands and feet across you know a distance of maybe like 20 yards that's exhausting and it will get your arms burning it will get your core burning get your legs burning and it really strengthens you in ranges of motion you're not used to so it's a great way to get in the mix there a sandbag's another one that would kind of mimic the example i talked about earlier with the dog food where it's you know the sands the sand may weigh 50 pounds but it's not like it's stationary in one place when you're picking it up it shifts all over so it's a lot different than just picking up a 50 pound dumbbell. It requires more stability in your core and just being able to control that range of motion a bit better, which will benefit you more in real life. And then the last one I like this one. I mean, frankly, I think it looks fucking badass. Excuse my French, but the steel mace. And it's essentially just a weighted ball on a long stick. And you're able you you, you swing it above your head. It's a very ancient technique uh, that ancient like Persian wrestlers, I believe, used to use. It looks super cool, but just being able to do that and develop your shoulder range of motion. Uh, so, I mean, it's a great, great tool for increasing your shoulder mobility. And then it's a great core workout as well. And like I said, it looks pretty cool to just be able to swing a 15-pound object around and just look like a, you know, a badass soldier or something like that from the Roman days. Which, you know, that may just be me I'm using my imagination, but it, it's still a good functional tool and it's a lot of fun to use. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, those are some tools, but like the last point I want to make is, it, it, like I kind of I hit on earlier, it, it's really just a great way to connect you to a more natural fitness goal. To be able to move well, to be able to move in different ranges of motion to be able to pick up things in the real world, to just not have to worry about getting injured if you're doing, if you're doing things where you're, you're not in a stable position. Like imagine you're, you're carrying a kid in one hand and then, you know, you drop something and you have to pick, bend down to get it. That a lot of people hurt themselves doing that. But if you have the stability and the, the control of your body to, to, you know, grab whatever you dropped at the same time and react that way, you know, you're better off for it. So that's where functional training is good. It's, it's a really good way to, you know, connect to more natural human movements and get better at movements that you may be using throughout your day that you don't even realize uh, you're having difficulties with. So that's all I have for today. Until next time, I'm John McNeil. Thanks again, guys.